I'm gonna need a five-star review. Five-star ride. I'd like to share with you one of our five-star reviews. Eight, five stars. Welcome to the first ever edition of Five Star Review. Matt Bonaparte and Jaron May with you on Fizz Radio. Jaron, let's hop right into it. Talk some SU recruiting. My first question that I'll pose to you is, should Syracuse go for the Bayheim trio, completed Jim Bayheim, Buddy Bayheim, and Jimmy Bayheim? should they go get the Cornell guard? So there's a there's a really good article on orangefizz.net if you want to go check it out. It's written by Damon Amendolara, and it was, hey, is Jimmy Bayheim, you know, an actually good fit for this program, or is it kind of just the story to to get all three of the Bayheims on one court? My answer to that is he's a good fit. I mean. 16 and uh, he led his team with just over 16. uh, We can round it up to 17 points per game, six rebounds per game uh, in 2019 to 2020. Now he didn't play this past season because Cornell didn't play, uh, but he can score in Syracuse. And especially you're losing Marek Dolezal. You're losing Quincy Gary. Well, maybe you might be losing Alan Griffin. You're losing Kadari Richmond. If Buddy doesn't, you know, be playoff Buddy, then your scoring options are very limited. If Buddy has an off game, who are you going to? It's not Barama Sidibe. Uh, Joe Girard, as much as I want to believe in him, and I think that he will get better, he might not be the guy. So you need some type of scoring. And although Jimmy hasn't played at the highest level and at a level like Syracuse, he is still a really talented player that can at least give you some type of scoring off the bench. You mentioned it. He put up really, really good numbers in the Ivy League back in the 2019-20 season. I think he'd be a good addition for this team because, like you said, they don't have a lot of offensive production with a lot of these guys leaving. And that was a lot of the conversation coming into this past season. Where was the offense going to come from now that Elijah Hughes was gone? We kind of both thought preseason that it would just be Bayheim and Gerard chucking up threes, and that's kind of what it was at times. But we saw a lot more of Alan Griffin and a lot more Quincy Garrier mixed in as well. And here's the here's the thing: is if you're Jimmy, what where are you going to go? That's going to be you know bigger. Exactly. Now, you you might be able to find a better fit. You might be able to find a team that you're going to become a starter in day one. He's not going to be that for Syracuse. Let's let's be completely honest. Does he maybe make his way into the starting role? Who knows? Maybe he does, but you are not going to get a better opportunity at a power five historical program like Syracuse. This is your opportunity to play under the brightest lights in the biggest and loudest stadium in all of college basketball. If you're Jimmy, I think it's a no brainer. It just comes down to personnel and he might be waiting out some other people in hoping to get their uh, you know, decisions to figure out his decision. Also, it doesn't hurt that your dad is coaching the team. I think that would be pretty nice as well. And your brother's also there. So that would be pretty fun for him. That would be fun. Uh, But moving swiftly along, I've got another question for you, Jaron. Does does Kansas's Tyone Grant Foster make sense for Syracuse? A 6'7 forward. He played two years at Indian Hills Community College, then played last year at Kansas. Didn't really play all that much, just eight minutes a game, but he's got a big frame and he can really play some solid minutes for this team. Yeah, that's that's your last point was what I was going to bring up. He doesn't stat, or at least at Kansas, he didn't stuff the stat sheet. However, 6'7 guard, 
You know who that reminds me of, even though he's not six seven and Syracuse is losing this year. Who is it, Jared? Tell me. Is it Kadari Richmond? It's Kadari Richmond. There you go. <laughs> I thought you were gonna pick that up a little sooner. Uh yeah, so it's Kadari because Kadari had that six ten wingspan. A six seven guard is gonna have a pretty similar wingspan. It's also you'd think like, and again. I'm not comparing the two in terms of talent. However, just pure size, Michael Carter-Williams, also one of those bigger guards that fit really well in that 2-3 zone. So he might not be able to give you as much offensive production, but Kadari Richmond wasn't that offensive scorer either. However, he fit in the role that Syracuse needed, which was a facilitator and a good defensive player. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't see a downside for targeting Grant Foster, it it just depends on if he wants to come here. And if he does, scoop him up. Why not? Yeah, and here's the other thing. You don't know exactly how good he's going to be for Syracuse if, if Syracuse does end up going right. and, and try to get him. But I think that a guy who is at his talent level, he was good enough to play at Kansas. He played two really solid years in, in JUCO. Uh, I, I think that Syracuse could make of him what they need. And that's just a guy to come off the bench and play really solid minutes whenever they need that. Cause that's what you lost in Kyrie Rich and that's what you lost in Robert Braswell. So if they do end up bringing him in, that would be a huge get. Yeah. And Matt, here's the thing with all of the, like all of these transfer conversations, it's if they want to come, like, why not? Right. So it's just if, more talent. Yeah. So you want all the talent in the world. However, you're going to get to that point where you only have a certain amount of scholarships. You only have a certain amount of minutes to be divvied up. And we know that Jim Beheim likes to have a pretty small bench. So at, at some point right now, it's still early in the process, but at some point you're going to have to start whittling down and figuring out who actually wants right now. It's yeah. Grant Foster, come on over. But maybe in a couple weeks, it's not the same thing. Sure. Uh, I, I, I tend to agree with that. Uh, all right. On to our third topic. Is there room for the package deal that is Malik Brown and Justin Taylor for this SU roster? So both of these guys are forwards and all uh, four stars as well. Both four stars, both like pretty, you know, decent size forwards. Um, but they're in the class of 2022. I have my, my sheet up right now. Let me read out some of the, the guys that Syracuse is in on for the class of 2022. We know Kamari lands. He's a small forward at six, eight plays pretty much the same position as, as these two. You also are in on Jar- uh, Jarris Walker, a six, eight power forward. You're also in on Justin Taylor, or rather we are uh, discussing Taylor, but here's the thing. There's quite a few when you look up and down the offer sheet, there's a lot of four stars. There's also quite a couple five stars that are in the same situation um, as these two. So it worries me. It worries me because you also have, that's interesting because you also have Benny Williams. So if you want one of these guys, and you like you're really keen on one of them and you think one of them is going to make an impact but they say I'm not coming unless my buddy comes and then you have to give up two scholarship positions and that takes away from maybe someone else in the class of 2022 or in the future that's where I start to get a little weary so the whole package deal it sounds great on paper but when you start looking at X's and O's and scholarships it's a little more difficult 
I mean, when I look at it, I think it, you're in. The, you're looking towards the future. You only have one commit so far. Go for it. Just add somebody to the recruiting list. And if you don't like him eventually, you don't have to offer him. But you might as well go after him and see if it'll work for the team, especially in a package deal. You're bringing in good chemistry between a couple of guys already, two guys that are, are buddies and they won't go anywhere without each other. I mean, I, I think that they'd like to be a part of that. We saw that with Houston. Dejan Giroux had a friend on that team. Uh, who he used a package deal with. He went everywhere with that guy. So yeah. I think that Syracuse should totally do something similar. I think that that definitely helps them down the road. And, and, and why not? So here's the other thing with the class of 2022. There's a lot of guards that I personally am high on. Who knows if, if Bayheim and company actually are. Um, there's that guy Robert. Dior Johnson. I don't know <laughs> if that rings a bell for you, but yeah, uh, I think a little bit, uh, but no chance Westry is in there. Uh, Zion Cruz, JJ Starling, you know, the, the big New York guy, there's a lot of guards that, and you're going to need to replenish your guards more than you're going to have to replenish your forwards when it comes to 2022. So again, if one of them wants to come, I would say, hell yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I say yes. You say no. I don't know. You're pretty ambiguous. But That's what I like to do. Hey, this is awesome. We're on YouTube right now. Yeah, we are. So if YouTube, you are watching SoundCloud? YouTube, make sure you go listen to our stuff on SoundCloud. You go on Twitter at OrangeViz <laughs> or OrangeViz.net to read all our articles. But I got one more for you, Jaron. Oh, okay. We're doing leave. one more. We're doing one more. All right. Why isn't Syracuse high on Siena's Jalen Pickett? He, he came out of Rochester, not too far from Syracuse, but Syracuse wasn't really high on him then. They're not really too high on him now. Why is that or should they be? They should be. I like him. Conference player of the year, can play two ways, can score at will. Um, however, I think it gets into the nitty-gritty of there were some other, uh, you know, and again, the transfer portal this year is crazy compared to other years. So you can't get every single guy. That guy's in your backyard. So it's a little confusing. I think that they should be going for him, um, but maybe it, it comes down to, hey, we're rocking with Joe and Buddy at the guard position and maybe we bring in one other guy and maybe they like one other guy. Samir Torrance is a guard. Maybe they like Torrance a little more than, uh, than Pickett. I personally don't, but I'm also not a, you know, collegiate coach that has had these in-depth conversations. And that's also that, that comes down to it. There was something that Syracuse didn't like with, uh, with Pickett coming out of high school. It's not public knowledge. We, we will never figure that out. However, maybe that same thing is still in the head of Jim Beheim and company. So maybe that's what's keeping him out of the loop. Uh, if I was at the controls of Syracuse, I would say, yeah, let's, let's at least, let's at least talk to him and, and figure something out. I think they were wrong then and they were wrong and they are wrong now. I think Jalen Pickett is definitely a guy that Syracuse should be targeting, especially because you mentioned it. Joe Girard is the only true point guard on this team. I mean, Joe Girard. It's not like we're looking at, at a guy like Kanari Richmond. We're looking at Joe Girard right now and saying he's the only he's going to anchor the point guard spot all year long. He's going to average over 30 minutes a game. Uh, Did you watch him last year? He, well, here's here's the, you know, you don't want to hear this, Matt, but yeah, the answer is yes. So go he after will. another guy. Why not? That's my point. Well, well, oh, I, I mean, okay. you would you add have. something? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, I was going to bring up, I mean, yeah. 
You got Chris Lavalley, who's a guard. Oh, nice. You got All right, Jalen Bartley. You're done. All right, you're done. Shane you're done. Feldman, come on. Yep. Wrap it up. Right, Gerard's not Thanks, the only pure point guard. Shane right. Feldman. That's all we have for the first edition of uh, Five Star Review. When we come back, we'll be talking some SU NFL draft prospects with our good buddy PJ Clark. Stay tuned.